Hey there, friends. My next guest and I had some technical difficulties, so we switched to a Zoom meetup. And you'll hear me struggle through the process, but you won't get to see us. Neither one of us were ready for glam shots at that hour. But we had the greatest time chatting about her story in Courage in Cannabis, a collection of accounts edited by Dr. Bridget Cole Williams, M.D. The first volume is a great read, and I'm proud to display it on my table. You're privy to some of the stories in the next volume, coming out soon. Last week, we heard the origin story from Dr. Bridget, and the week before was Nikki Lawley, a working RN who suffered a traumatic brain injury on the job. These are everyday people like you and me, living through trauma and coming out on the other side with the help of this critically acclaimed plant. We just must get past ourselves and help the planet heal. Cannabis is a tool for accomplishing just that, and there's no better place to help you understand this than right here on the Cannabis Truth Podcast. Right after the intro. Welcome to Season 4 of the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on the safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval just yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at the respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly in the wall because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to med school, but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists. I love amplifying their work and talking to people all day long about this plant therapy. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies that can alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Hello. I'm looking for you. <laughs> Maybe you can see me, but oh, there you are. Oh, dear. <gasps> Technology. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no Hello, worries. dear. I'm not set Hello. up for lighting. My hair is oh. no lips 
that, you know, yep. la, 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 la. <laughs> um, gosh, I, hopefully I'll be able to edit all of that out. Oh, you're fine. But, um, honey, thank you so much for gracing us with uh, your story about uh, courage and cannabis. Thank you. I, I'm really tickled to be presenting this series uh, with the authors who will come on. And mm -hmm. uh, so far, just this week, we've heard from Nikki Lawley. And uh, Dr. B's coming in soon. Awesome. And so we've got you and several other authors who are coming as well. So I'm just so grateful for your time. Mm -hmm. Won't you Thank tell you. my audience um, who you are and how you came into all of this great big story? Sure. Um, well, I had used cannabis as a teenager, just, you know, kind of what a lot of teenagers do. Me too. Um, yeah. So I, that was my first experience with it, but I didn't really use it that recreationally. I just kind of dabbled a little bit here and there. Um, didn't really, you know think much of it um I was more of a drinker I you know like to relax with a drink and so that was everybody me. in my family yeah right right so um I ended up long story short ended up in a really bad marriage and just lost myself completely um oh, it it was really bad um to the point that I I didn't even know who I was anymore I couldn't go out in the world and function like an adult I felt like a child. I, I was put in my place, so to speak. Um, How did we get there? From just, being controlled? Yeah, a lot of control. Um, just submitting I to control for a long, yeah, long, right. long time. And I thought that's what a wife did. Just I did to her too. husband. You know, I thought he's the head of the house. Let me follow his right lead. There with but you. he was leading us down the wrong path. Down the wrong path. And path. a lot of wrong paths. And so... I just kind of lost myself in taking care of the kids and kind of put my focus on them and just didn't take care of myself at all. Oh, we never I, do. No, we don't. And got um, up to over 300 pounds. My health <gasps> was declining. It was girl really that had bad. to be hard on you. It was very hard. And like, I didn't even see myself that way until like, now I can see how much weight I gained. But like at that moment, I, I had no clue, but I was overeating. I was just medicating with alcohol and yep. on my prescription medication that was treating supposed to be treating my depression and my anxiety yeah. and everything mm. and it wasn't helping it was making me a zombie and just kind of yeah all those still made me feel like Marilyn Monroe at 250 right. <laughs> right right it was just a bad situation um come around 2019 when the program was available in Ohio for medical marijuana which I like to say cannabis instead but me you know, too. that's another topic for another yeah, day. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but, we talk about it. The, right. the language rolls mm -hmm. underneath us in this right. era, especially in the exactly. world of cannabis. Exactly. Because it encompasses so much. It does. Yeah, so it does. many attitudes, mm -hmm. recreational, medical, corporate, farming, right. you know, industrial, exactly. um, world, all that. So many mm -hmm. different attitudes, political. Right, exactly. Um, medical yeah. <laughs> cool. is still naive right very naive and that um, 
pains me that we have so many people in places that shouldn't be running things that they have no clue about. And it just, I mean, that's kind of America, but we're legislating you know. things <laughs> right. they have no clue exactly. about. Yes. yes oh, no clue. stupid it, goddamn legislators. Right. Yes. My oh my gosh. Don't pardon it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way, but I'm, I'm refraining. But, um, so I ended up getting my card in 2019 Oh. got my first prescription, got just flour. Cause that's all I had experience with. I didn't know about the other products. I had never tried edibles or anything. So yeah. What's an edible. Right. 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 So, I mean, I knew about them. I wasn't, you know, completely down. Oh, they were just brownies it, but... in my day. Right. That's know, all they right? ever made. Right. Like cookies, things like that. Yeah. But like the plethora that was available now was just amazing. And so I tried flour after I filled my first prescription in 2019, I stopped all my pharmaceuticals. I stopped drinking alcohol. I lost over a hundred pounds just gradually, but still my health has, has improved. My mental has improved. My emotional, everything has improved. Oh God. I know yeah. it has, honey. Yes. I know it has. And yes. I didn't want to attribute um, my nope improvement to cannabis either really so mm -hmm. much in the beginning um but because I, I didn't regard it as medicine right right yeah I just I just knew I needed it so that I could get away from the chaos mm -hmm. I, I just felt everywhere just I all I knew is that it just helped me calm down and feel peaceful right right I didn't exactly. realize I had anxiety I didn't right. realize <laughs> I'd been abused I didn't right, realize right. you know on and on and on la 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 mm -hmm. yeah when you live in that world of submission to control mm -hmm. you just say yes all the time right exactly and I had no idea like it was like a veil was lifted once I started consuming because I felt like okay this is wrong you should not be dealing with this like the things that you've been through are traumatic and there's no reason that should be downplayed and you should not be in this situation and I just felt stronger like I could find myself again like I had my own thoughts I could process things without freaking out about it and having an anxiety attack things just kind of my brain slowed down and was like, okay, let's just back it up here. Cause you are worthy. You should not be treated like this. You don't have to stay in this marriage just because, you know, yes, this is what people think is like, you know, you stay in a marriage for the kids. You stay in a marriage. Sorry, my cameras. Oh, for <laughs> all, all kinds of reasons. That's okay. Right. We're not going to use the video anyway. Right. Yeah, but... sorry everybody, you're not gonna get to see how darling <laughs> she is. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, you're well, darling I'll take too. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, but... I feel you. Uh, that yeah. kind of a situation where you're constantly um, devalued, mm -hmm. unappreciated, mm -hmm. uh, told you are not right. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. finish that sentence. However right. you may. Right. And, 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 and then the only thing that does make you feel good is food. Yeah, it was, I, I was right. eating my life away. Just, I well, that's all, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I lost mine with keto and it took me about a year. Uh, but I was like, I was as a real, you know, is, is real dirty keto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I switched to uh, becoming a vegan. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so I've been a dirty vegan for several years <laughs> now. And so meaning, that, you know, I'll have a little stuff with butter mm-hmm. in it occasionally and right. stuff like that. Right. So, but don't tell anybody. Okay. We won't tell. <laughs> and uh, I find it's not enough. It's not, I'm 68 and it's not enough food uh, being Aww. a vegan. It's not enough protein. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not taking right. like you, like all women, mostly really. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't. Nope. And so it's real hard to want to go in that galley three times a day, you know, prepare, (laughs) Mm -hmm. taking an hour each time and prepare Mm -hmm. food and get all of it done. And I'm a solopreneur, so Mm -hmm. I I don't have any hours in the day to waste on, you know, being a chef for myself. Right. I get it. But, um, so I went back to, I'm, I'm incorporating eggs in my diet now. Well, that's good. And trying to wrap my brain around not really being a vegan anymore. Right. We condition our, my point is we condition ourselves and we have been so conditioned Mm -hmm. by our society and our particular cultures and the families we grew up with Mm -hmm. and the people we choose to live with. Yep. And uh, the first time I ever heard somebody say, well, you are the culmination of the, you know, closest five people you hang out yep. with I thought exactly oh, Jesus <laughs> I know I, I know, I I know who those people that. are yeah right. I'm worried <laughs> right and I just told my kids that and they don't even have five people that they're around that much so knowing that their father and I are two you know it's like oh they need more so they need yeah. definite definite more positive influences and people who aren't so judgmental and and harsh and critical of, of things because it trickles down, like the things that I went through, my kids are now experiencing and because they're becoming their own people, they're teenagers now. So oh. it's like, oh, you're not doing what I want you to do, or you're not becoming the person I want you to be. So, you know, under my roof, you have to do this and you can't express yourself and you can't. And I lived through a lot of that. I wasn't able to watch horror movies, which is one of my favorite things. Like I grew up on that. And it wasn't allowed. Too, right. Like, I'm going to invite evil into our home if I watch horror movies. Like, it was just just crazy things like mm-hmm. that. Like, over-the-top things. Like, I understand being cautious and, you know, things like that. But it was just ridiculous to a point. So, Well, it's very hard to live within the boundaries of somebody else's imagination. Absolutely. That is 100%. Yeah. And then we try to make our kids do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they yeah. follow us in, as we do it too. So right, right. I can't I can't speak to my kid. Um, um I mean about stuff like that because I'm mm-hmm. it feels like I'm lecturing, of course. <laughs> right. But um it, I wonder if you're able to talk to your kids about um control issues and alcoholism and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they know all about the things that I've gone through. They know about when I was medicating per se with alcohol, which I shouldn't have been. And I was taking my prescription medication. Like they saw me fall apart in that whole space that we were all living in, but they've also seen me healing myself and becoming the person that I am now and still becoming stronger and outspoken and not afraid to be who I am. They must have only growing respect for you. They do. And it makes that really it's precious, isn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. And they know all about cannabis and how I medicate with that and 
my kids aren't like curious, like most teenagers, like a lot of their friends are trying cannabis for the first time and Uh experiencing these things. And so my son is like, kind of like, Oh my gosh, mom, like my friends are doing this. And, you know, I know you use it for medication, but I feel bad because like, I don't want to be a snitch. And so he's kind of (laughs) struggling with that. And I'm like, it's not being a snitch or not being a snitch, but you know, if they were doing something hard or something that is actually considered a drug, because I don't ever consider cannabis a drug. It's a plant, it's a medicine, it's healing, but I don't consider it a drug. My oldest daughter um, actually struggles with drug addiction and we've seen the ins and outs of that. So for my kids, they don't view cannabis as a a drug or something Mm. harsh or something that's harmful. They know that you know, it's not dangerous, but it is, you know, you can do too much of it or use too much, consume too much. There's going to be adverse effects for everything. You can have too much sugar. You can have too much caffeine, you know, there's for everything. So everything, right. So they're not blind to that. And they're, we're really open with that. So it's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I like to separate, uh, cannabis as plant therapy you know in Mm -hmm. the plant therapy category right as opposed to the synthetic prescriptions Mm -hmm. made in the laboratory exactly that you know are isolated compounds and target one thing Mm -hmm. and give you multiple side effects including oftentimes death oh but buy me now right exactly (laughs) right i'm just astounded by the commercials on synthetic prescriptive drugs yeah on television that I I know my teenagers and I talk about it all the time and it's almost comical because like all the things that it lists for this one thing that you're going to take it for but these are all the possibilities of the adverse reactions or death death. yeah but go ahead buy me yeah I'll just keep what I have and I'll deal with my ailment oh (laughs) it's 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 astonishing Uh, it is yeah, what corporate attitudes have allowed themselves, the story they've told themselves. Exactly. To be able to sleep at night. Right. After right. punishing mm-hmm. billions of people. Right. We're, right. we're just, we, ugh, we're just ants to corporate we attitudes. Are. I know. I know. It's just very frustrating. I, I try not to get into, well. <laughs> Let's not talk about politics. Let's talk. I know. About it. I know. Tell I me how it. how do you medicate? Hey, my friends, I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust. Doctor Anthony Mazzo is a highly rated specialist who is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that gentle cannabis plant therapy will likely give the needed relief. I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own old lady neuropathy issues. He did not prescribe the usual synthetic stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a very specific way to find relief. He also told me that smoking cannabis is like taking a shower when you're thirsty. You'll get wet, but it won't go inside unless you drink it. He said that smoking should be used for acute symptoms and ingesting will keep us healthy longer. Thank you, Dr. Mazzo. We think every doctor in America should have your knowledge in their little black bag. See his clinic details in my show notes. Dr. Anthony Mazzo in Melbourne, Florida at the Brevard Neurocenter. 
Um, usually flour. I love smoking cones, even though we're not supposed to in Ohio. It's like this weird law where we can't put flame to flour and we have to what? use a device. It's absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. It is crazy. And that's what I mean by like not having people in places where they know what is going on. They know yeah. how to medicate. They know the things that you need to use to medicate and things like that. It's just goofy. So they have but all down the... here in Florida. They capped our THC. Oh, wow. A patient can only have so much THC. That's crazy. Ain't it though? That I mean, talk about idiots crazy. and legislator, right, legislatures. Right. right. I don't even want to talk about Florida right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, uh, there's lots of book burning and mm -hmm. banning going on yep. uh, and crazed radicals out mm -hmm. oh yeah it's a hard place to live I right know. now if you if you if you are if you have any consciousness about you yeah and right awareness right i love talking about the introspection that cannabis allows us mm -hmm. and you began to tell us how it made you feel because you know it gives you tolerance and patience mm -hmm. you begin looking inside yourself right and defending right. yourself and forgiving mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. there's this old hawaiian uh, mantra called ho'oponopono and mm -hmm. it, it's the the simplicity of of it is four simple phrases forgive me i'm sorry I love you. Thank you. Aww. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. And I'm told there are like Facebook groups that say it 24 seven, 365, you know, and because mm -hmm. it's such a lovely, powerful mantra. Mm -hmm. And the first time I ever heard it, I instantly said it to myself and was mm -hmm. so relieved, mm -hmm. so healed of all right. kinds of goo, you mm -hmm. know, just goo ga <laughs> that we tell yes. ourselves. Yes. I've got a, I've got one of the closest friends in my circle mm -hmm. also happens to be in my band and there's, you know, there's half a dozen or eight of us at any given time, mm -hmm. kind of like herding cats. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you want to get them all to play nicely mm -hmm. together. We're all different personalities. Right. She takes every single musical direction I give to her personally. Aww. And it breaks her heart. And then, and then I'm frustrated because, oh, geez, I'm I just right I just asked you to turn that way slightly what right I know you know yep. <laughs> and and so I try to have a little ceremony you know mm -hmm. for our relationship for whatever Aww. the button heads is that's going mm -hmm. on and um and I try to forgive not only myself for being who I am outwardly in mm -hmm. her perception because mm -hmm. I don't want to be however she's perceiving me right right I don't want to be that if it's negative right because I don't intend to be that's right. not my intent I love her I want her in the band she's great mm -hmm. in the band la la la, la you know yeah so so I use a lot of cannabis mm -hmm. to help my um emotions mm -hmm. remain calm yes. when I'm with her <laughs> mm -hmm. and in those times, I use a lot more CBD, mm -hmm. you know, than yeah. uh, than a product filled with THC because TH lot high percentage THC makes me a little anxious. <laughs> 
you know, I, get it. Yeah. I, I can just get into a real full-blown panic attack, I think, Aww. if I overdo THC. Mm-hmm. But knowing how to calm all of that and um, uh, master the alchemy for oneself mm-hmm. is really uh, nice, fundamental cannabis knowledge. Right. And so it really helps us to know how different people use cannabis Mm -hmm. you know throughout the day how they find it's working for them and and their lifestyle because that's part of it too Mm -hmm. if if you live in an apartment house and and you can't have right cannabis smoke you know smelling up anything right uh you know it's written in the lease Mm -hmm. yeah that's why there's so many other ways to consume it's it's wonderful now yes Yes. <laughs> All kinds of ways. I'm all kinds. I, I, I wish more um, nanotechnology would come down to Florida in the form of drinks and things. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I, be nice. you know, I like to slug down something right. nice and cold that would have a, in fact, I had a popsicle one time that had 20 or 30 gram, um, milligrams oh, wow. of CBD in it. Uh-huh. And then got into the car to leave Miami. Oh, in. <laughs> 12 lanes of traffic in thunderous hurricane conditions and crashes all around me and I was just calm and cool as a cucumber I couldn't believe it (laughs) I know it couldn't believe it it's great it is great well it's been wonderful to hear that you have um been able to overcome so many adversities Mm -hmm. for yourself isn't autonomy a wonderful thing for a woman Yes, very much yeah. so, especially in this day and age. <laughs> right. right, because we're helping generations of men get past the idea that they get to control. Right, absolutely. And so, you know, I'm not suggesting not to have wonderful relationships with mm-hmm. men, but just uh, protecting your autonomy and uh, until you know who you are, right? Right. Yeah. and can stand up for yourself is a, is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You had to learn it the hardest way of all. I did. And it, it stinks. And I try and like tell my kids things so that they don't end up going the wrong way or not the wrong way, but like down that harder path. We right, right. Don't let someone mistreat you. I don't care if, if how you love them. It's just, that's love. People that love you don't mistreat you. There I don't you go. care. There it is. What anyone says, they will not give you pain. They will not inflict pain on you if they love you. And that goes from parent to child. That goes from lover to lover, from sister to brother, like all the way across the spectrum. Mm. You just don't hurt the people you love. So, oh, that's such deep womanly wisdom. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. I so appreciate you coming to talk to us today. And it's been lovely chatting with you. Yeah. Um, I wish you the best of luck on this book and your journeys. What are you doing uh, from here? Um, right now, well, I recently became an ordained minister so that I am able to perform wedding ceremonies for whoever would like to get married because three of my four children are LGBTQ plus. And so How I wonderful. have to do something to, to help. So I am officiating my best friend's wedding ceremony in September, which will be my first. You must be very excited. I am really excited. I'm um, <laughs> uh, one of the 
captains of Brevard County for Equality Florida, which is the largest LGBTQ mm-hmm. organization across the United States. Mm-hmm. And um, we do a lot of work down here. I can't mm-hmm. say it isn't completely overwhelmingly frustrating. Oh, yeah. But the support in my LGBTQ family is uh, really one of the things that helped me get through the COVID uh, mm-hmm. years, uh, you know, just their compassion, again, mm-hmm. also in the cannabis industry, right? compassion is huge. It it's, is. Um, you know, when you find people without compassion in the industry, you know, instantly they're who they in are. It for the money, right? Yep. Exactly. Yep. And, um, and although corporate uh, cannabis is already a is already a thing mm-hmm. um uh it's clear who and where they are and uh we hope to be able to help them understand they don't have right. to go the same uh philosophical way as mm-hmm. western sick care did right right yeah so cannabis is a different idea altogether than western sick care western sick care has no intention of healing you it has none (laughs) make money if they if they heal you where's the money right where's the money so So, right and cannabis and plant therapy has every intention of giving you not only relief but healing as well yes absolutely and it can do that from uh the top down so to speak from Mm -hmm. your mind all the yeah. way down all the way so you know it's not just a physical thing it's a it's mm-hmm. a spiritual thing too it is yeah Absolutely. it's lovely i'm so glad to know that you've become um minister that's lovely it's beautiful to <laughs> um to to find another woman in this area what mm-hmm. brought you to that um just the healing that i experienced with cannabis the overall just cannabis has opened my eyes and my heart and just so much and I just want the world to know that this is not this evil plant that propaganda has you know put out there and things like that just it can heal the world if given a chance honestly yes yes it was it was completely thwarted I mean, it was already on a trajectory to right come up and heal the humans, mm-hmm. but yep. and animals too. But right. it was, you know, corporate white guy from America, mm-hmm. from the U.S. specifically, yep. more specifically, who yep. really put a kibosh on the whole thing. Oh, so amazing yeah. what one person can do, right? right? In this right. world, exactly, exactly. So, so what can we do? So what can we do? There what it is. The follow-up is yeah. what can we do? And we can do a right. lot. We can do a lot. Yeah. Yep. So um, you're probably really already busy on Sundays, but I want to tell yeah. you and invite you to my live Sunday clubhouse okay. stage where I talk about the spirituality of cannabis every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's at eight o'clock. You're in, that would be very early for you. I understand, but I want to invite you to come okay. and, you know, whenever you want to and join Absolutely. in the conversation, because okay. I love talking about cannabis and spirit and the whole 
mind body thing and neurogenesis and Mm -hmm. uh hyphae and dendrites stuff like that so there's there's a lot to consider Mm -hmm. and I'm brand new to uh talking about this Mm -hmm. but I really want to with somebody else who's who understands what I'm trying to get at and can Mm -hmm. help me form you know uh good thought I'm I love the whole concept of thought discipline mm-hmm. and being able to change chemical ideas. Right. You know, that right. were originally electric sound waves, right. and then electrical ideas changing into chemical ideas, washing over us. And if right. they're the right ideas, you know what happens with mm-hmm. cannabis, anandamide and serotonin mm-hmm. and endorphins happen right and so all of those are all the good healing stuff. <laughs> chemicals <laughs> right and so for all those years of trauma that we've endured mm-hmm. that's why cannabis feels so good to most of it us does. absolutely because it's healing literally healing with thought mm-hmm. and that thought discipline is what really intrigues me and I love discussing about how cannabis turns us introspective and does mm-hmm. all of that spiritual healing it does. and Absolutely. physical healing mm-hmm. all at the same time. It's it's an amazing machine of bugs and <laughs> chemicals and yep. plants and atoms and molecules and stuff. Right. It's so exciting. It is. It's so I exciting. love it. I love it. Well Tony, it's been wonderful. Uh, being you. with you, honey. Thank you again for joining us. And I wish Absolutely. you the very best of luck Thank in courage you. and cannabis Thank and you. also in your ministry. Thank you. See you anytime on, on my other uh, uh, clubhouse adventure. Absolutely. I'll be there Sunday. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you again. And uh, if you'd like for um, uh, any of my audience to get in touch with you, is there a way that you'd like to Boy, I said that badly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can be reached at my name, Tonika Combs at gmail.com. Okay, very good. Well, then we'll put that in the show notes for you. And if anybody has a question or needs a minister for marriage. Yes. I'm or up and coming, be, so yeah, yeah, or needs to be talking (laughs) to a mom of LGBTQ teens. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I'd like to go into more of that if you don't mind, uh, you know, oh, some Sunday or, you know, it's, it's, we all need help and yep. we just all need help. So I yep. really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate thank you. Sweetheart. You. Okay. Thanks. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Friends. I'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy, high-quality CBD products that are full-spectrum, you know, the whole plant, with all the natural compounds extracted for you to consume, as nature provided. They just don't carry it in the dispensaries in my town. They push their own isolate brands, and, you know, that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. Last year, I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products. Dr. Dustin Sulak, who created this line, is truly 
one of the greatest leaders in cannabis to this day, giving his patients relief from their issues for many years with his Healer CBD products that can be shipped now to all 50 states. I use his acidic version of cannabidiol, or CBDA. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference in your wallet. But it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today and check out that sweet discount just waiting for you in the link below. You've been listening to another Cannabis Truth Podcast with 21st Century Cannabis Shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you found value and understanding through my podcast. I have many more thoughts upon the subject that go in a more spiritual direction. So in that vein, please join my live stage every Sunday at 8 a.m. Eastern for Cannabis Truth on Clubhouse. Oh, I think I hear the cows calling. Mm -hmm.